Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. Precious Lord, we thank you this morning. We come once again before you for light, inspiration, wisdom, knowledge, revelation, insight. We demand, Holy Spirit, that you open up to us the word. When you spoke to the disciple on the way to Amos, the Bible said, the eyes were open, and the candy confession was a heart not born within us when you were speaking to us. I demand today that every listener will have the same experience as the word comes forth. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, we're going to be ending this topic today, expressing the kingdom of God. I need to cap it up. And today I'm going to be talking about, on that subtopic, the creative world of God. The creative worlds. Creative world. There's a place for creative worlds. And that's what I'm about to share with you this morning. Creative worlds. Now, we know that when we talk about the kingdom of God, we're talking about the rule of God, the realm of God. Scripture already told us, this part 6, in case you're writing, Scripture already made us understand that the kingdom is within. Luke 17 and verse 20, 21, say the kingdom of God is within you. That means the reign of God, the life of God is within us. That there is something very unique about God. In all of the things you see in creation, God never picked it from anywhere. How did he get those things to be? He spoke everything into existence. And get this fact. It means everything was within him. What it takes to make a tree was within him. What it took him to produce a river, the sea, was within him. Because there can't be anything without first a primary source. You can't have a table without wood. You can't have ice block without water. There is a primary source for everything in existence. Are you listening to me? Now there was a time when there was nothing. That means the primary source of all things is who? Is God. So if everything is God, I mean came from God, that means he spoke everything into existence. The tree was spoken into existence. Now, there's the creative power of God's word. And I want you to understand what I'm saying this morning. Hallelujah. And this is part of the reasons, as sons of God, we have to begin to operate also in that dimension of walking in the creative power of the word of God. So that whatever we decree and declare comes to pass. Because the life is going to be within us as well, just like everything was with the Father. That means you can't just say anything. You have to say that which is creative, peaceful, and that which creates an atmosphere for other people to rejoice and to be happy. Because creation came into existence for the beauty, the glory, and the joy of man. Hallelujah. And so in Genesis 1, verse number 1, the Bible says, Genesis 1, verse number 1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So that's what we're looking at. How did he create the heaven and the earth? Hallelujah. 
And the Bible says, verse 2, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. I've explained this before. I mean, if you remember, the water is not talking about the Atlantic Ocean. Is that okay? Alright, talking about man. Realms of man. The deep that was void and empty was the heart of man. I could not contain anything spiritual, substantial, that relates to God. God brought upon the face of the earth, brood. You know, it's like the hen, you know, brooding over the egg to hatch. That's the, that's the picture. So it's not that the spirit just moved. No, he brooded. He covered the humanity. And the best way you can get this is what happened to Mary. When the angel came, when Mary said, how can this be? When he said, you're going to bring forth this, how can that be? He said, the power of the Most High shall do what? Overshadow thee. And that holy thing that shall be found in thee shall be called what? The Son of God. That's what we're talking about. The Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. He brooded over Mary. And then an egg and seed were deposited in the life of Mary. That's what we see here. Are you there with me? So when the Spirit comes over you, there is a deposit of God's life within. Hallelujah. Alright. So now the next thing he says, verse 3. And God said, what? Let there be light. And there was what? Light. So you go through the whole of this chapter, everything you see is what? Let there be. Creation come out of exist or come into existence by God simply saying, let there be. Is anybody understanding this? Right. I want you to understand. So when we come to that place, you'll be able to see that when you see darkness, what you are supposed to do is to make a declaration. Let there be. Are you with me? Why? Because we are God's children. And we have to be like our father. So our father created by simply declaring. So we come to the place where also we declare what we want. And they come into existence for us. Especially for the good of mankind. And the beauty of his holy name. Hallelujah. Go with me to Isaiah 51 now. Verse 16. Praise God. I have put my words in the mouth. And I have covered thee in the shadow of my hands. That I may plant what? The heavens. I lay the foundation of the earth and say unto Zion, Thou art my people. I place my words where? In your mouth. The very word that was in God's mouth, He placed in your mouth. My words in your mouth so that I may create the heavens. I'm going to explain a few things to you about this. Praise the Lord. I place the spoken word in your mouth, the church, God's people, that through you, <laughs> in the beginning was God, we know that, and on the face of the earth there was gross darkness as it were God said and he's trying to say the same principle by which I created the heavens and the earth even so have I determined that you I want to create the heaven and the earth but I'm going to use you to do it and the pattern and the method and the means by which this is going to be done is what you say are you say that with me 
Now, if you can create the heaven and the earth, you can also create darkness by what you say. If you can create success, you can create failure by what you say. If you can create victory by what you say, you can create disappointment by what you say. So what you say is so vitally important. What you declare is so vitally important because God is looking unto you to create a new heaven and a new earth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In the case of this, you find that he was actually talking about Isaiah. By implication, he was saying, Isaiah, you're going to prophesy some things into, I mean, into existence. And part of the thing he wanted to prophesy into existence was actually the church. Whether the new heaven or the new earth. Look at that, Isaiah 65 and 17. 65 and 17. For behold, say, look, I create what? New heavens and new earth. And the former shall not be remembered, now come into mind. The new heaven and new earth is actually the church. As compared to the church that was in the wilderness. The format that will not come to mind is like for this time, think about the ark that was in the temple. You don't need that anymore. Where do you find the ark today? Within you. Is that okay? The format shall not be brought to remembrance. I create a new heaven and a new earth. This is where people get it wrong. When they begin to say in the book of Matthew, for instance, Jesus will say, Heaven and the earth shall pass away by my words. Have you read that? So, I'll decide this question. Which heaven is it referring to that shall pass away? And sometimes we think it has to do with up in the sky. Anytime you mention heaven, people look up. But here it's not just heaven, it's what? Heavens! I don't know if you're getting this. Praise the living God. Now, if heaven is where God lives, for instance, like we always believe, which is the truth, if God said he's shaking the heavens, so what happens? That means you're going to fall. God himself is going to fall out of his throne. You see that? Because we don't think straight in our theology. I create new heavens and new earth. I'm doing everything new. The old you don't remember. Which has to do with the Old Testament. I'm bringing forth a new church. So when he said, I put my words in your mouth, the word is actually going to be in the church. That means the church will be the one to begin to do the creation. Everything that is in the mind of God, the intents of God, the church will bring forth by what we declare. Are you still there with me? Praise the living God. And I want you to understand how powerful this could be. Now, let me go down and show you Leviticus 26. Look at verse 18. Leviticus 26 verse 18. I want you to understand something about how powerful the things you say really are. And he said, now he was telling them what to do when they go to the promised land. And he said, if you will not yet for all this hacking unto me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. Go down, verse 19. I will break the pride of your power and I will make your heaven as iron. And your earth as brass. Your heaven as iron. Your earth as brass. <laughs> what heaven is this supposed to be? The source of life. 
The heaven speaks of the atmosphere in this case. What it means to say when it's our break your pride, the source of life or success or power that you have, I'm going to break it. In other words, your business, which is your farming, will not produce. Why? Because the rain will not come and the earth will be so dry that your crops will not work out. Your heaven, when it becomes brass, it means you are going into the realm of famine, realm of difficulties, realm of lack. Is anybody following this? That is part of the punishment, the promise them. I will make your heaven what? Brass. And your earth, like I said, now you know, when your earth is so strong, if you plant anything, it can't work. Except the rain comes. I don't know if you are getting this right. So what he's saying now is, I'm going to make sure there is no rain upon the land. And when there is no rain, your crops will not do well. So you know what? Your business may be having a hanging situation. Why? Because of heaven is becoming brass. There is something happening to your heaven. Now I'm saying, remember, I place my words in your mouth that I may create what? The heavens. So you cause the rain to fall on your land. You cause your air to produce all by what you say. That's the key point I want you to get. Praise the Lord. Verse 20 says, And your strength shall be spent in vain, for your land shall not yield her increase, neither shall the trees of the land yield their fruit. Your labor shall be in vain. Now this is where people walk and suffer and struggle, but nothing is happening. Business is not moving. All that you're trying to do, why? Your heaven has become brass and your earth as iron. Praise the Lord. Look at it again. Deuteronomy 28 verse 23. I place my word in your mouth that you may create the heavens. 28, 23. And the heaven. Now, now, I want you to give it. Thy heaven. <laughs> Not just heaven. Thy heaven. That means you have a heaven. <laughs> I don't know if you're getting that. Now, remember the heavens who rule, according to the book of Daniel. Thy heaven, your own heaven. That is your own source of life, your own source of supply. Thy heaven. Not just heaven, but thy heaven. Yours. Over your head shall be brass, and the earth that is under your feet shall be what? Iron. Over your head. Anything that is over your head is what controls you. Are you there with me? The heaven over your head, the heaven ruling over you, because the heaven do rule. I will make it brass. No life. That means your heaven here speaks of your source of life. We know that God is our source. But he's saying, the rain by which you have your supply shall dry out. Because you are getting on to my words. Verse 24. The Lord shall make the rain of the land powder and dust from heaven shall he come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. Hallelujah. The atmosphere over your head. We don't have enough moisture 
to moisture the earth so that your crops can do well. By implication, the atmosphere over your head can become brass. That you don't have life, you don't have joy, you don't have peace, you don't have what you need as an individual. Thy heaven shall become brass. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. God is trying to make the declaration that I control your life. I control your source of life. I control whatever thing I will produce for you. In your responding to me, I give to you words by which you can make declaration and open your heaven by implication. You can create the heaven that you want. Because he said, I place my words in your mouth that you may do what? Create the heavens. So if your heaven over you is tail, if the heaven over you is become brass, what are you supposed to do? You create. How do you create? By words. God created the heavens and the earth in the beginning. Are you following me? Praise the living God. You must come to that place of understanding of what I'm talking about. Now let me just show you something. Second chronic, Second Corinthians 4 verse 13. It's important you understand what I'm talking about. We have the same spirit of faith. According to as it is written, I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Now, I want to show you something there. Praise the Lord. Can we take it from the message translation? Message translation from verse 12, if you will. I like this. While we are going through worst and yet getting in on the best, we are going through worst condition. We are going through terrible situation and yet we are getting in on the best. In other words, worst situation is not the end of your life. In the midst of the worst situation, there is something which is called the best that is right there. Let me show you. Paul was saying it because we were going through a lot of problems. But that's what he said. Look at the next verse, verse 13. We are not keeping this quiet. Not on your life. Can I hear an amen? Just like the psalmist who wrote, I believe it, so I said it. We say what we believe. Glory to God. We say what we believe. So what you believe is what you say. And what you say is what you create. And what you create becomes your source of life, your source of joy. Anything you create is what you enjoy. We believe, so we speak. I remember, <laughs> look at verse 14. Verse 14 says, And what we believe is that one who raised up the master Jesus will just certainly raise us up with you alive. We believe, that is to say, in whatever situation you find yourself, there have to be the conviction that there is life for you. 
no matter what. That's why I said, even though we have this trouble, but we're getting on the best. No matter your situation, your confession must not be negative. Your statement must not be that of discouragement. Your belief must not be like, oh, well, I know it's finished. I know, I know, there's nothing good coming out of my life anymore. Remember, anything you say, you create in a heaven. Are you still there with me? Let's even more make reference. Now, this is very important now, because we're going to go now to Psalm 116, and we'll read from verse 9. That is where Paul quoted from. That is why it's so vitally important that come to think of it. Help me now. Come to think of it. You need to study your Bible. You need to read your Bible. Otherwise, when situation comes, you will not have source of material to create. <laughs> the words you are supposed to create are the words that you know are written in the scriptures. Psalm 116 verse number 9. Paul was in a difficult situation. What did he do? He picked on the raw materials and created a new material out of the raw material of which is the word. Hallelujah. No, go King James. Are you still with me? Now, this is important. Paul did not just create anything or did he just say anything. He said what was written in the words. Did you get that? In the beginning, God created all the heavens and the earth. How did he create that? Through the words. Now Paul here is in trouble. And he needed to create something. And he said, we believe, therefore we speak. What do we believe? We believe that God who raised up Christ has also raised us up and give us life. That is now our belief. That becomes our confession. When we start saying that, we're creating life in the midst of the problem that we find ourselves. Are you with me? Now, this is what he said, or he quoted from. So I was trying to say, if you don't have the scripture, what are you going to quote? What will become your raw material? God, God had to have the raw material to create. What was the raw material? The word. Now he said, I place my words in your mouth that you may create the heavens. So if you're not studying your Bible, if you don't have the book, if you don't have the words in your mouth, you don't have anything to create with when you are in trouble. Sometimes things are happening and we say, God, God is saying, no, but I place my words in your mouth. You ought to be creating now. You didn't see Paul crying back to God. Paul said, no, we speak because we do what? We believe. Believe what is there. He knew what was written. Now, let's read it so that I see it. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Can I say an amen? <laughs> yes, a confession. Did you get that? I will walk before the land, I mean before the land, the land of the living. In other words, I'm not going to die. No matter what happening, I'm not going to die. This is David's confession. You see, Saul pursuing David all manner of situation and he said, no, I am going to be in the presence of the Lord in the land of the living. I am not dying. So now situation have come to Paul which like will make him to die and he said no <laughs> I speak life because I believe but he took it from a source which is the word 
Now look at the next thing. I believe. Can you see this now? Therefore have I spoken. I was greatly what? Afflicted. I was afflicted. But I spoke because I believe. In other words, I'm speaking verse 9. <laughs> because of what happened to me in verse 10. The affliction was so much. It was like saying David was going to die. But he said, no, I'm going to walk in the presence of the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, therefore I'm speaking this. Oh, glory to God. What you believe is what you say. What you say is what you experience. What you experience is what you've created. Glory to God. Look at verse 11. And this is important. Verse 11. I said in my haste, all men are liars. You know what he's trying to say? There's nothing good in me. I was, when the affliction came, I, I, I was thinking nothing. And I said, well, there's nothing good in man. <laughs> man is just useless. Everything is useless. But there's something hitting back and he said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to die. When he say all oh, men are liars, not time to say men are deceitful people. What he's saying in me, there are deceptions. There is something that keeps telling me I can't make it. There's something that keeps telling me life is finished. There's something that keeps telling me oh, the whole of the disappointment is all mine. I've come to realize that. And I said, no, I am going to live in the land of the living and declare the goodness of God. I am not going to die. I believe, therefore I'm saying what I believe in. So you say what you believe. Praise the living God. You see what Paul said? So he looked at it and he said, no, 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 no. I can remember what David said. We believe, therefore we speak. In other words, this affliction is not going to kill me. So I declare to you, that sickness in your body is not going to kill you. Do you understand this? <laughs> oh, my business is not working. Your business will surely come to life. <laughs> Glory to God. We speak because we do what? We believe. So speak only what you believe. So what do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about your business? What do you believe about your wife? What do you believe about your children? What do you believe? Speak only what you believe. For what you believe is a creation. You create in the heavens. You create a new life. You create in a new system. Glory to God. Glory to God. Is anybody following me? We speak because we do what? We believe. Let's go back to verse 9 from the message translation. Let's see what it was. Hallelujah. Verse 9 of this passage. Message translation. I just want you to see something this morning. And this is so crucial. This is so crucial. Hallelujah. I'm striding in the presence of God. Alive in the land of the living. Praise God. I'm striding. I'm walking majestically in the land of the living. In the presence of God. Why? I have life. Affliction is not going to swallow me up. What's the next thing? I stayed faithful though bedeviled. And despite ton of bad luck, I stay faithful. Holy of God. What's the next thing? 
Despite giving up on the human race, saying they are all liars and what cheats. Included himself in that. In other words, my thinking, my thinking, right, is not always in line with the mind of God. All human race have come to that conclusion, plus me, that even what I'm seeing will make me think that God is not faithful. Is that all right? Now, what I want you to understand is this. We create the environment that we want. Hallelujah. On Friday, there was a heavy revelation that came out here. When Pastor Alicia shared on, you are the light of the world. My mind was blown up. A lot of things came up. Popping through my mind. How can you be the light? In the first place, if you are light, that means you dispense the light. You're taking away darkness. That means wherever you step into, darkness will give way. You can't be light and darkness also covering you at the same time. That's practically impossible. The two cannot work together. Are you still there with me? If I want to create light, I mean darkness in this place now, what do I do? I switch off the light. That means there is light there because if you check the cables, you see the current in the cables. But until I put on this switch, the light will not come on. So most time you have the light in you, but your switch is not on. He has already said it. You are the light of the world. That is not going to change the situation. Even if you find yourself in darkness. All you need to do is to press the button. To switch on light. Light comes in. Darkness goes off. And one of the ways back into the light is what you declare. Is what you say. Is what you believe. Glory to God. You are the light of the world. It's so powerful. It is his word. He has declared it. This is what he said you are. <laughs> and so in the beginning, what was the lady of the light? It was sons coming to glory. Praise God, somebody. Because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. No man followeth me, I walk what? In darkness. But God, the point right. In the beginning was the word. That's the key. And the world was his God. And the world was God. So now you can't be the light without faith in the world. And how do you be the world? You study the world. You have to know the world. You have to become part and parcel of the world. The world and you have to become one. It is from what you know that you declare light. Let there be. He came out of him. And the beginning was the world. Hallelujah. Come on. Is anybody understanding what I'm saying? You can create. But for you to begin to create the right atmosphere, you have to get the word right in your life. You have to be messy in your word. You have to be drunk in the word. For Paul said, we believe, therefore we do what? We speak. We know that God has not forsaken us. You have to know the word. You see, Paul was already one with the word right now. Is that okay? In the beginning was the word. The word was light. Mm-mm. So the light is what becomes the word. The word becomes light. And any time there is light, means the word is available. You create light through the word. And for you to begin to make use of the word, you have to know the word. You have to have the word. So how many of you still study the word of God? Think about it. This morning I was listening to one of my old messages on the power of the mind. And I was blown out in the bathroom. I mean, I can't believe that I share that. And I begin to ask myself so many questions. Even as I was listening to the message, 
I shared that with about three years ago, but I was listening to it this morning. A lot of things came in. The word is always fresh. Anytime you read the word, anytime you listen to the message, something fresh comes into your mind. You have a deposit in your life. Now in the midst of that deposit, what happens? You can create the heavens that you want. Praise the living God. So I challenge you from this perspective that you have to become the word. In the beginning was the word. Remember? Hallelujah. In the book of Revelation, chapter 3, it says something. He said, you are neither cold nor warm. Neither warm or cold. You are lukewarm. You are not hot. You are not cold. Right? He said, I will spew you from where? From my mouth. What is that supposed to mean? That means you are in his mouth. Did he say so? You are in his mouth. Oh, glory to God. Revelation 3.20. He said, you are neither hot nor cold. I wish you were hot. But now that you are cold, I will spew you what? Out of my mouth. I will vomit you. That means you are in his mouth. That's why he said, I place my word in your mouth. You are not just in his mouth. You are actually his mouthpiece right now. Glory to God. Say, but you are not acting. You are not living the way you are supposed to live. With who I have designed you to be. I will spew you. I will cast you away. You ought to speak life. You ought to speak what you believe. You ought to create. Because you are my son. Praise the living God. That is why, friend, listen to me. You walk to your house, create the environment you want. You go to your business places, create whatever you want. Hallelujah. You articles, you have to go out. You don't belong here. Let your owners come and buy you up. Make declaration. I believe, therefore, what I speak. What you speak is what you get. What you create is what comes into existence. The atmosphere over you is your heaven. Whatever is ruling you is your heaven. Now God intends you to create your heavens by the word he has placed in your mouth. That is why, coming in, you got to obey the light of the world. That men, men, we see your good works. The life you manifest, men have to see it. Not angels, men have to see it. That means he intends you to reveal the light right here on the earth. In the midst of darkness, in the midst of people, he wants you to declare the light. Jesus walked the earth and he said, everything he do, he was went doing good wherever he goes. He went about doing good. Now, why? Because he was the light, he was the word. The word is the same thing as the light. The light is the word. The more you are filled with the word of God, the more light you emanate. Praise the living God. Are you ready to create your heaven? I place my words where? In your mouth. So that you may do what? I, God, may create the heavens. The beautiful heavens. Is that okay? If you are disobedient, your heaven becomes brass. No source of life, no joy, no peace. You create an atmosphere of belief system. The heaven you are creating is a belief system. Hallelujah. And that belief system either makes you happy or makes you sad. It brings you down or takes you up. You're creating that kind of demonic power with your thinking that makes it difficult for you to make progress in life. God is speaking to you this morning and saying you need to come back home and begin to believe as a child of God and know what you believe so that you declare what you believe. And what you believe is what comes to pass. No devil can stop the word of God from prospering. That's why the Bible said the gate of hell cannot prevail against the church that God himself is building. And if you say you are the light of the world, the devil cannot stop you. That's why the Bible says 
The darkness cannot comprehend the light. No power of the enemy can overshadow or swallow you up. Because you are the light to shine in the midst of darkness. Can I hear an image somebody? You are moving in such a dimension. David said, I'm sliding on. I'm gliding on. I'm moving on. In the line of the living and the presence of God, no power can stop me. I'm saying that because I believe. And because I believe, I'm going to live it out. So you live out what you believe. Death cannot swallow you. Sickness cannot swallow you. Poverty cannot swallow you. Business cannot follow you up. You're going to live. Praise the Lord. I believe, therefore, I speak. <laughs> if you can't remember anything, remember that. And anytime you want to say something, this thing will pop onto your mind. What do you believe? Because you can only say what you believe. Is that okay? I believe, therefore, what I speak. Don't speak if you don't believe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wrong confession will kill you. Wrong confession will continue to swallow you up. I believe, therefore I speak. What do you want? What do you believe for? Me, I believe for greatness. Me, I believe for upward movement. Me, I believe for progression. I speak progression. I speak faith. I speak conviction. I speak forward movement. I am going to be gliding just like David. In the midst of darkness, I am going to glide. Sickness cannot swallow me. Odd cannot swallow me up. I am going to glide in the land of the living. I speak because I believe. Glory to God. So you know what? Can I stop here? Your destiny is not in any hands, man. <laughs> Glory to God. Funny thing happened two days ago. Somebody sent me a message. And he said, I don't know you. Blah, 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 blah. Somebody Lord told me to tell you. Do, 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 do. Now you sow seed into this place. And I'm going to prophesy for you. I just get quiet. He went on and on. And the next thing he said, I see some forces in your father's family. They are standing against you. They are trying to pull you down. They are the one making you not to make progress. I just smile. I can only believe what I say. But what you said is not what I believe. Therefore, I'm not in agreement with your prophecy. Because you see, prophecy is very powerful. If you look at Isaiah chapter 6, you remember that? Isaiah chapter 6, when Isaiah prophesied, when the tongue touched his mouth, and he said, Go prophesy. Hearing they may hear, but not understand. Seeing they will see, but will not understand. He just said all of those things. You remember that? But in John chapter 6 or so, when Jesus began to do the signs of wonder, the people were not believing. And he said, So that the words of Isaiah <laughs> might be fulfilled in their lives. So the prophecy of Isaiah got hold of the children of Israel that they will understand nothing what Jesus was saying. Even the signs and wonders and miracles, they will not believe what Jesus was saying. Why? Because somebody prophesied. Don't allow all manner of prophecy to land on your head. I don't know if you are getting this. Isaiah said, the virgin shall bring forth. The world went up into the atmosphere and was locating and was hovering. And then it landed on somebody called Mary. The world was spoken years back before Mary was born. But the world was in the atmosphere. The words you declare, they are going ahead of you. The prophecy you speak today, they are going ahead of you. 
You may not have it now, but speak it. It will come into existence. You may not see it now, but prophesy it. You may come into existence. Let your life revolve around what you prophesy because of what you believe. Come on, somebody. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.